Hello, and welcome to G Talk and All That Jazz. This podcast is really the testimony of a friendship that spans over four decades, a friendship between two Black professionals that began in Harlem, New York in the mid-1970s. As young men, both learning from each other on how to navigate the sometimes formidable and unapologetic streets of Harlem, New York, both here and now, still standing with a wealth of transferable knowledge. As you join G and Jazz on their journey of reflection, listen, listen closely for the true messages about friendship, morality, and brotherly love, because their trials and tribulations come at a cost. G and Jazz will share their thoughts and opinions on a variety of topics, from love and relationships, to family and politics, and of course, friendship. Again, Welcome to G Talk and all that jazz. Enjoy the journey and oh, and buckle up. Jazzy, Jazzy Mag, what up, Papa Doc? What's going on with you, bro? Uh, listen, my friend. <laughs> listen, my friend. We just all trying to keep our heads above water, my friend. That's all we trying to do. Taking it That's day it. by day. Yes. That's man. it. That's the message. Man, what is up with this little scarf around your neck, man? You getting real bougie with us now, man. <laughs> I don't know if I, I wish our viewers could see you right now. You got this little bougie scarf, man. You from Harlem, New York, 131st and Amsterdam Avenue, Manhattanville Projects. You moved out of Georgia, and now you got this little bougie scarf going on, man. What is that about? Man? Let's talk about that for a second. What you have to understand, that is called swagger. <laughs> that's, called, that's called swagger, man. I gotta keep that's my I have to maintain my hip hop, man. I got two uh 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 one teenage daughter, man, one young adult son. I, I have to maintain uh uh my my uh hip hop. Let me give you the word of the day from the teenagers. Are you ready? Yeah, let's hear it. I'm ready. Right? Go ahead. These teenagers yes. are really, 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 really sneaky. I'm sitting at the table listening to my kids have a my two, you know, my two kids have a little talk. And right. so then my son said, yeah, that, that's nothing but a little sneaky link. So oh it, kind of, it kind of went what over my head. <laughs> I was like, sneaky link? Is this like some new software platform? I was like, sneaky link? Is this a, like a, a social media page? No, a, a sneaky link is a sneaky relationship. Like someone you sneak around with and you link up with, with, you know, uh, no consequence. So, oh right. It, but it, as, as a, 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 a father, as a parent, we have to pay attention Absolutely. to the language and how our kids communicate in order Absolutely. for us to not to connect with them, but also so that we know how to speak to them and we know what these little messages are. So that was like the more, more important thing of it is that we have to maintain our hip hop. With our <laughs> but they, they, they are... 100% the future. And we Absolutely. have to give up with their language, so. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, um, today, man, um, it's funny that we, we had last podcast about relationships. And this podcast, man, we're gonna kind of delve into forgiveness, you know. You know, you know, you have any idea why you chose this topic for, for this podcast? I think today, that Jess? I think that forgiveness is so very important, right? And forgiveness is not just about saying I'm sorry. And our previous guest, Brother Rashi, said that. It's about the actions that come with it. It's an active process in which you make a conscious decision about letting the negative energy go, whether the person deserves it or not. 
whether they um, have presented enough or demonstrated enough action that shows right. you that they are remorseful. And what's key about that for you as the person who have been wrong, it is more healthier for you to forgive that person because to hold those grudges, it leads to all types of, uh, it can manifest into all types of, of um, physical um, um, harm to you, depression, anxiety, stress. You know, it can make you more hostile towards other people. And this yeah. is what is important statistically. John Hopkins did a survey recently and, okay. and it stated that 62% of American adults say they need more forgiveness in their personal lives. People want to forgive more, but wow. sometimes how do you forgive? What is that process? So I, well, so well. I think we, we all need to try to learn what that process is. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad you talked about that because we have a we have a special guest today and I want to introduce him by reading his uh, his bio. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let me introduce you to Pastor Demetrius S. Lawrence, who has been preaching the word of God and blessing so many souls for a little over 20 years since the Lord has called him. He has been consecrated, ordained, and licensed by his beloved pastor, Apostle R.L. Jackson, back in 1998. He served as an associate pastor of the Life Center Ministries in Brooklyn, New York. Pastor Lawrence is now the senior pastor and founder of Kingdom Restoration Ministries. He's an energetic past pastor, a teacher, a motivational speaker who captures the word of God with the sensational revelations. You can follow him by subscribing to his YouTube channel, Kingdom Restorations Ministries. Pastor Lawrence is a native of Brooklyn, New York, and now currently resides in the Bronx. He studied at John Jay College and he attended several Christian theological studies and was honored with an honorary doctorate of humanities and, and anointed by God's Ministries Alliance and Seminary. He has also received a certificate of completion and a license and is an active member of the LACA International, which stands for Latin African American Chaplain Association. A licensed New York State of officiant pastor, Pastor Lawrence is currently seeking to attend New York Theological Seminary in the coming years. His revelatory teachings have impacted the lives of countless people to shift beyond God's presence into God's essence. Many that have encountered his ministries believe that his prolific and reflective message are outstanding and give God the complete glory. While Pastor Lawrence has preached the word of God in communities, revels for the advancement of the kingdom, he remains humble. As a sower goes forth to sow, he has an anointing that allows him to minister to those in need of a healing of the mind, body, and soul. With such a great calling to fulfill, he finds time to visit the sick, makes calls to family members as well as friends, and spends time studying God's word. He served as worship master back in 1990 for the most worship prince or grand lodge in the state of New York as a, um, as a member of Christmas Addicts Lodge number 60. Prior to going back uh, to serve as master again, he served as a special district deputy grand master for the most worship prince or grand lodge in the state of New York. 
He's supported in his ministry by his wife, Alicia Devon Lawrence, and his children and grandchildren. His ultimate desire is to see people fully embrace God's love and walk in victory and power while experiencing the fullness of God's promise. Pastor Lawrence's model is simply based on faith. Express it, expect it, experience it. The overachieving goal of, of, of ministry is found in Matthew 28, 19, 20, which indicates that God desires the people live lives indicative of presence, leadership, and unequivocal faith in him. Effective ministry develops mature Christians able to withstand, endure, triumph, and ultimately represent the embodiment of God's will for humanity. Apart from the world of God, this is not possible. So today, it is my pleasure to introduce Pastor Demetrius S. Lawrence, who will give us a word surrounding forgiveness. Pastor Lawrence. Do we, God, do bless. We, God bless. Do, do, God bless. Do, do we say the crowd goes wild to a pastor? I don't know if we say the crowd goes wild, right? <laughs> Can the congregation say amen? That's what we say. Amen. amen. Let's, let's do that. <laughs> Welcome, Brother Demetrius. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Linwood and uh, Brother Gary Davis. I appreciate you. Uh, to glory, God be the glory. Give me the opportunity to sit with y'all and, and view y'all in the presence of the Lord to bring forth the word and uh, to share with the viewers uh, who are listening on forgiveness. It's a great topic, and I'm honored to be to be um, selected to share this word today. So thank you, fellas. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So I, I know we, we talked earlier, and you, you want to um, usually our format is that we ask questions and we try to delve into the topic, but I do know that you want to give an, an opening statement about what forgiveness is as someone of the cloth and how you try to lead um, your life as well as lead your, your followers in, in that path of forgiveness. Yes, and I wanna thank you for giving me the opportunity. And I was um, speaking with the spirit of the Lord and she dropped this in my spirit. Just wanted to share this, 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 um, this little message that he gave me to share with everyone, if that's okay. Mm -hmm. Gonna take a few minutes. I'm gonna start, uh, let me just, let's just pray. Father, I bless you and I thank you for giving, open up the doors and the windows, Father God, for our viewers who are listening in, Father God, touch them right now where they may be. Touch them in their homes, in their hospital beds, in their cars and at work, Father God. But let this word of your word resonate through these airways, Father God, to enrich their spirit and strengthen them and encourage them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Brothers, I want to start from Mark 11 and 25, and I'm not going to be long. I know a lot of pastors always say I'm not going to be long, but I'm not going to be long. Mark 11 and 25, and you feel free to interject at any time, brothers. Mark 20, 11 and 25, it simply says this, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you of your sins. I want to start out by sharing with all of you who are listening, all wounds heal. It may take time. But all wounds will heal in God's time. I know that the spirit behind that individual hurt you when you was younger. I know someone might have called you out of your name or assassinated your character at an inappropriate time in your life. But let it go and let God inside of your heart. But you don't understand, Pastor. This feeling is, is still lingering. I have, not, I, have, I have to do something about it. This battle is not yours, says the Lord. The battle is the Lord's. Your wounds can't heal properly if you keep picking at it. As our parents would tell us, leave it alone and just let it heal. Amen. 
it's that same scenario with, with allowing God to enter into your hearts of hearts to allow that generation hurt to heal with God's help. It's not going to heal by itself, but it only can heal with God's help if we come to the Father earnestly in prayer. In the Bible, Peter tells us that love covers a multitude of sin, Peter 4 and 8. I'm saying it again. Love covers a multitude of sin. He echoes the Proverbs, hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sin. Some think that one person's love can blot out another person's sin. The only love that can cover sin is that sense, is the love of Jesus Christ. Let me talk about unforgiveness with the title that said, Jesus commanded his disciples to forgive those who, were wrong, who wronged them. On the surface, there seems to be no connection between faith and unforgiveness. The connection is found in the matter of simply prayer. Just as faith connects us to God, it enables our prayers to get through. Unforgiveness stands as a barrier between us and the Lord. An unforgiving spirit puts us at odds with the Lord. He has forgiven us of all of our sins. And he expects us, get this, he expects us to forgive others of their sins against us. Now, how can that be? But we're Christ-like. We have the same DNA of Christ inside of us. He is the, 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 we are the branches and he is divine. You're saying, I, I can't understand this, Pastor. Why sh how, how can we get through this? The Bible says, cast your burdens upon the Lord and he will sustain you. No, not mom, not dad, not your brothers and sisters. He will sustain you. He will never allow a righteous to be shaken. You can find that in Psalms 55 and 22 when you get a chance. God loves us beyond our wildest imagination. So beyond your wildest imagination, if no one else loves you, God loves you. If everyone hurts you around you, God will not come to you and hurt you. We must trust that in our muddy mess that we go through in our lives, he is in the process of showing us how to rely on him every single day of our lives. While Jesus was on the cross, didn't he say to his father, Forgive them, for they know not what they do. So Jesus himself asked his father, our father, heavenly father, to forgive those who persecute him, who put him on the cross, who beat him and, 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 hurt, and hurt him so badly. But he still found it in his heart to tell his father to forgive them. Woo, I don't know. So like I say, I don't know, but I trust Jesus' word, amen? So while Jesus on the cross, he told the Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. If you can't find it in your own heart to forgive others, all you're doing is hurting yourself in the long run. I'm going to say that again. If you can't find it in your heart, let's beloved, beloved to, to forgive others, all you're doing is hurting yourself in the long run. In Ephesians 4 and 32 reads this, and be ye kind one to another. Tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God our Christ sake has forgiven us. When we possess an unforgiving spirit, our prayers will be hindered and God's forgiveness will not be realized in our daily walks. In other words, when we walk through life out of God's will, we walk out of God's touch. This is a terrible thing to do. This forgiveness message today is your exodus. 
Let me wrap this message up of forgiveness right now. With God's sense, God's good sense makes one slow to anger. And it is his glory to overlook an offense. Proverbs 12 and 16 says that the prudent ignorance and insult. And on the other side of the cross, in 1 Peter 4 and 8, we were commanded above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sin. So we have to love them regardless, even if we don't want to love them. But if we call ourselves Christ-like, how can we call ourselves Christ-like and not forgive someone who, who persecuted and hurt us? We have to be Christ-like. We're on the cross as well. Love covers a multitude of sin. But love does not always cover a multitude. Excuse me, love covers a multitude of sin. But love does not always cover a multitude of sin. There are situations in which the most loving actions is to address a sin. To make known to the other person that you have been offended by his or her words or actions and to give them the opportunity to repent and seek forgiveness. If you have truly forgiven someone, then just like you would for anyone else, you would want them to succeed or at least do better in life for themselves. My last two lines is forgiveness means you stop keeping score mm. of all the persons who wronged you. Forgiveness is a choice, beloved. It is a real lie. It's, it, it's a re release. Excuse me. Forgiveness is a choice. It's a release of anger and any bitterness, a grudge that you hold against someone. This is the word that the Lord had wanted me to share with everyone this, this, on this broadcast. Amen. Brother Lynn Wood and Brother man. Gary, God bless y'all. I'm ready so, for your amen. questions. <laughs> yes, I'm, amen. I said the Spirit of the Lord is ready for your questions. So, so I, I, I want to say this, right? That made me yes, feel. Sir. That made me feel good. Yeah, <laughs> but I just can't stand her. Right, right, right. That made me feel good, but mm -hmm. I just can't stand her. Mm -hmm. How do we? How do we? The, the sting goes away when you when, when you are in prayer. The sting goes away when you are reading the word. The sting, mm -hmm. the sting, it, it kind of almost evaporates. But mm -hmm. as soon as you go back out into that world or you close mm -hmm. that book, yeah, you have to make that phone call because y'all have a child together and you still mm -hmm. have to deal with that person. How do how do you build that that I want to say that the fortitude of forgiveness within you so that mm. you can maintain that, that place of peace. Cause this is about a peace of mind. Yeah, that's I right. Think. How that's do you right. do that? Listen, brother Linwood, it's about a state of mind. It's about a choice. You know, we all, listen, we can keep this grounded. We all have situations. We all might have great baby mama dramas and we have people that we dislike. It, we have to, as believers, and even if you're not a believer, we have a conscious decision to make within ourselves. Do I want to carry this burden? Do, do, if, what did Jesus do? Despite on how they persecuted, despite on how they hurt them, he still forgave them. Bible says this, God says this, I will cast your, your, your faults as far as the east to the west to not remember them no more. So if we want to be walking upright and we want to heal our bodies and be fresh and have peace to ourselves and within ourselves, we got to let it go. We got to let it go. Mm -hmm. so, so let me ask you a question. Um, so we, you, I, I heard you talk about you talked you talked about wounds, and you know, mm -hmm. and you talked about how wounds. If you you don't if you don't 
leave it alone. You keep picking at it and it never heals. Mm -hmm. So in your opinion, do wounds get in the way of better relationships that may God may have chosen for you? You know, like, um, cause sometimes man, it's hard to let go just based on what Jazz said, you know, if someone has wronged you and you know, the someone you, especially the ones that you've fallen in love with, yeah. you know, it's been times, man, you fall in love and you give your whole heart, you give your all to a yeah. person. And that wound is so big, man. It seems so unsurmountable that like you can't get past it, you mm -hmm. know, but does that, you think that, you know, God knows me. I you know you hear people say, God knows my heart, you know, you yeah. know maybe, you know, can, you know, so let's talk about that. Can wounds get in the way of a good relationship? You know, how do we get past that? You know, how do we stop picking at the wound? It itches. <laughs> it does itch and, it, and it's, this is part of life. You know, how do we get beyond and past our own hurts? How do we get past the hurts of, um, past relationships and going into a new relationship and not carrying into that new relationship that hurts from your past relationship. You know, it, it's, it's the womb. I said, I said this in the message, all wounds heal, right? It takes time and with much prayer and with much speaking, because you can't just, I'm not going to say leave it all to prayer. We have to consult with counselors. We have to consult with um, spiritual people. We have to consult with, you know, we have to let it out. You can't hold it in. And what, 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 what bothers me is when men, I'll speak on men on this, this topic, men have so much that they go through, but they have no outlet to release it to, including myself. I'm going to put myself in a scenario. I find myself for issues I go through and, and things that's on my mind, I have to speak with someone and let that outlet out. It's the same way with wounds. You have a wound, you see it, but you can't allow it to manifest to something that's going to harm you for life and uh, later on in your life. Yeah. And I think that the picking part when it comes to to um, the, the the wounds, right? For mm -hmm. for me, what happens is that I have a tendency to kind of suppress correct the hurt. I have a I, I, and me, um, I, I always say I, thought I can compartmentalize it. But I mm -hmm. realize that even if I'm com compartmentalizing it, I'm not really dealing. I'm still not dealing with it. No, you can. I'm just trying to function. I'm trying to go to work. I'm trying to mm -hmm. um, uh, keep my job. I'm trying to study. I'm trying to teach. I'm trying to do all those things while this hurt is still in this in this little itty bitty compartment. Mm -hmm. And if someone told me you have to feel to heal. If you really want to go through the healing process, you have to feel to heal. Yeah. Do you, how do we, how could, what, what, how would you advise the, the, the peace and, um, and dealing with the day-to-day -day hurt that you may go, go through opposed to type, opposed to suppressing the hurt? Mm -hmm. I spoke this one time before to a group of people. Um, a lot of a lot of people who go through situations, go through issues. They they tend to say, "Well, why me, God? Why 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 am I going through this? And what did I do to deserve this?" I, I simply say, "Why not? Why not you? Why not me? you? know, God, we are a testimony to someone else who may be going through or might be going through it, what we're going through." And we have to allow God in to allow God to use us and get, allow God to guide us and lead us. The Bible says, uh, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow, shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Everything that we go through in life is momentarily. We can't get stuck in it. 
we have to keep moving forward and stay focused with it. That's why, you know, we have to align ourselves with, you know, people of God and people who can impart an encouraging word in, in our lives. Uh, I'm going to say this, Demetrius. Um, you definitely, you know, you're, you're a man of the cloth. You look, look, you've been studying for a long time. But just for the average guy, the average mm -hmm. guy who don't read his Bible on a regular basis, mm -hmm. who don't know the word like you know the word, Good. you know, um, I'm, I'm going to speak for myself. You know, like I haven't I don't read the Bible every day. I believe in God. I was raised, you mm -hmm. know, Christian, you know. But when I was hurt, you know, and I've been hurt in my past, I had vengeful. I wanted yeah. to get back. I wanted, yeah. you know, I felt like if I caused that pain to that person, or I got back at that person, it would make me feel better. You mm -hmm. know, I wanted to be revengeful, man. I, I wanted, mm -hmm. I wanted payback. When I was a kid, man, something happened mm -hmm. to me when I was a kid. I was dating this girl, and you know, why not? I was trying to date this girl, and you know, she hurt me. Oh my God, so bad. And mm -hmm. I wanted to get back at her so bad. Mm -hmm. Not me, not physically, but I wanted her to hurt the way I hurt, you know. What does mm -hmm. that say about a guy like me that doesn't know the word like you know it? And I want to know God like that, but you know, I don't have the the pieces. I want to I want to get back. I'm a I'm a I'm a regular dude. I want to I want to be revengeful. You know what? I tell people like this. I you know it's funny because I, I do my YouTube um virtual church every Sunday at 10 o'clock on, on YouTube, and I bless God for that. And something something that the users have texted me and emailed me and say, you know what, Pastor. You're very authentic. You're very approachable. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I was never one to say I wanted to be a preacher. I don't, I, I know the 66 books, but I don't know all the verses and all the chapters of the 66 book. When I tell people when I preach and when I speak to them, I thank God for the spirit that resides in me. But listen, it's not about a religion. It's about having a relationship. You know, you can't have the same relationship with God like you have with your parents, like what you have with your friends. That God is our outlet. God is our outlet. And what I take, especially young men, I personally love to talk to young men because young men, we, 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 we don't get the right, um, how can I say this, the right, doctor, help me out. We don't get the right, um, oh Lord, um, resources to, to, to help Re us out. It's resources, areas. you were thinking about resources. Yeah, see that, doctor, well, he calls in the doctor, the doctor wasn't even there for him. See that, he's a food stand. Pastor, pastor, he a food stand, pastor. I told you, he not even the movie of the week. Not even the movie of the week. <laughs> we don't get the right resources in our community to help out the black, average black American man. And listen, that's why I encourage anybody who comes to me. I may look, you know, my face may look one way, but I am approachable, I'm a, I'm a humble person. And if you don't know the word, come to know who God is. And some people say, well, I don't know how to pray. And it's not, there's nothing scripted about it. Just talk and have an open relationship, open conversation with him. Mm -hmm. Allow him in, allow him in. But if you, you can't, it's like going to the gym. You can't go to the gym one day at a week in a month and say, okay, I'm good. No, you got to constantly work on that muscle. So you got to constantly work on your conversation. You got to constantly work on your speech to God and allow him into your heart, into your heart of hearts. So I, I, I'm, you know, Jen and I, we, we, we kind of cut from the same cloth. I'm looking for revenge. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. That's all I can go on. <laughs> <laughs> on that time right there, vengeance is mine, he says. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Oh, yes. And, and as much as we want to, as much as we want to hurt, as much as we want to get the payback, you know, now we're back and we're in that same someone did to us, hurting us. And who, who, how, how can you, how can the situation get any better? Because now you're going to get me forgiveness for someone else that you cause harm to. And, you know, you'll feel bad. You may, you may feel good that moment,
But then later on, when it really sinks in and God comes back to me like, oh man, I need to go to that brother. I need to go to that sister and say, Lord, you know, forgive me for what I did. And I've had to do that. Mm-hmm. And God would bring that right to your conscience and right to your spirit. Like, man, I, I've wronged so many people in my life. And mm-hmm. I was, I'll be sitting right in my living room, sitting in my chair and God would drop it in. I was like, well, this was three years ago. It, it don't matter. <laughs> it don't mm-hmm. matter. How can we progress and move forward in the things that God wants us to do if we can't let go and, and release our hurts and burdens for those who hurt us? We got to go to those people who we hurt. I said, Lord, forgive me. I forgive me, brother. I'm sorry what I did. Oh, no, you don't have to. No, my spirit. Do you mean that we actually go back? Do you mean like if I, if I, if, if somebody hurt me, you know, say it was in my past two, three years ago and mm-hmm. I haven't spoken to that person. I cut them off. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that, that if I forgive them, I truly forgive them, I should reach out to them and say, hey, I forgive you? Is that uh, what let me saying? say like this. Let me say like this. Some people's spirits are not strong and they may say, I, I want you to forgive me. I, Man, I just had a quick moment thinking about what you did to me. If you're not strong like that, don't do it. Just go in prayer and say, Father, forgive me for what I did. And I I ask for forgiveness for that person, what they did in my life. And just sincerely mean in your heart to ask forgiveness for them. If you can't reach them, if you feel your spirit is not strong enough to go to them in person, don't do it. But just go to the Father and say, Lord, I want to ask forgiveness for Brother Tom. I want to ask forgiveness for Sister Ann. So what about... if 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 you're strong enough to do it, do it. But if you can't, mm-hmm. do it on the phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Zoom phone call. call. Or Zoom. Oh, call. Zoom. <laughs> get him on a Zoom. So hey, yo, Jazz, listen, I want you to know, man. I forgive you, man. I forgive <laughs> you for always taking them shots at me. See that? I'm a bigger man. See that? I feel better about it. There you See go. That? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wait for karma to get you, my friend. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Beyonce. Sorry, how about that? <laughs> we didn't even do the disclaimer this time. Look, no. So so so. What about coming from a, 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 um, a, a religious point of view? Uh-huh. What about um, someone who um, is, is, they say, is un, unevenly yoked? One mm. person, one person Very good. is deeply in spirit and the other person is not. How, how can the, the forgiveness process be um, Hindered, or it, it, or it, can it be, you know, because they are opposites. It can be something that can be, um, um, it can it come out as a, a positive result. It could, mm-hmm. you know, it, how how to the question? Which which your question actually? How to be with someone unequally yoked? Right. So is that process different for if if you are with in a relationship and, and you mm-hmm. guys are from from a religious religious point of view and there's mm-hmm. there's one person is in the spirit the other person is not but you're in a yeah. relationship it's unevenly yep. yoked how yeah. how is forgiveness different or can forgiveness be um um promoted or it can be hindered based on that religious belief i'm, I'm going to say this I've, I've dealt with and spoke to people who were in relationships, one who was saved and the other person just was like doing their own thing. You have to, the individual who's saved, you have to live your life according to the, to the Bible. You have to live your life according to the word. Bible says, let your light so shine before a man so that they may see your works. And you may be in a relationship that's not working. Listen, put it before God and ask God to, to come inside and have the Holy Spirit have his way. But then at some point, it, I, I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> it's just, if it's not working, speak to the individual. Tell them how you're hurting. Tell them what's, what, how they're wronging you. Seek counseling. Seek the, the right counseling. And you can't get counseling from 
someone who's not married and you're married? How can they counsel you and feed into you and help you out? Be careful with those who unequally yoke. Uh, I call them toxic individuals. You got to burn off from toxic people in your lives. If they're, if they're not adding value to you, if you're married, Bible says there's certain rules that you can cease for divorce, seek for divorce. I say this, if you're married with an unequally yoked person, pray about it. Pray to God, ask for directions and to lead you on the right way. But I will say to you as an individual, speak from your heart and let them know what you are, how you're being hurt. And just allow God to allow God's work to work on that individual. And if it doesn't, if the person's physically abusing you, mentally abusing you, uh, verbally, listen, God will close one door and open up another. Mm. So that, that goes to me. Uh, I was going to ask this question. How do you forgive someone who does not recognize they hurt you? So you kind of saying that, you know, pray on it. You get some help um, with it and God will lead you in the right path. Is that what you you're basically I'm, saying? I'm, I'm saying you can't stop. You can't stop your growth. You can't stop your growth. And my brother told me and shared this word with me, faith forward, meaning that you have to have the faith to move forward and move out of that situation that you're in. If it's not working for you, God got you. If that person's not adding value to you, God got you. You got to move forward. Prayer, oh. counsel, mm -hmm. surround yourself with strong-minded people and then let God and trust God to allow you to get to the next level. But I love her. You know how you yes. hear that saying? I love <laughs> her, though. I know. I, I know. see the potential. But and you then you hear her say, more. I love him. Yeah. I see the potential. So he's not always bad. He's sometimes bad. I love her. She don't always be mean. She just uh, sometimes mean. Yeah. Sometimes you know? it's not good times. <laughs> you know, you got to let it go and move forward. Mm -hmm. Bill. It's like, mm -hmm. it's hard. It's hard. But you have to think of yourself because you can stay stuck in a situation or you can move forward out of that situation. It's how you, it's how you see yourself and where you see yourself. Your life is young. I mean, your life is not over. And sometimes in the relationships that are hindering, you actually you're actually ending your life right there by staying in that relationship. If you don't ask for help, if you don't seek help, if you don't address the situation, I don't know how what to tell you. But you're just seeking there, just you're just sitting there allowing yourself to die slowly. I tell individuals, get up. Get up from that situation. Identify your hurts. Speak to the individual, speak to those hurts and move forward. Your life, you're still alive to move forward, to get to obtain those things that God has for you. If it's not in that relationship, it's in other relationships. Listen, there's nothing new under the sun, meaning that, well, pastor, I don't want to leave it, but you know what? I've known people who've went through four marriages and three marriages, and but it wasn't in that first marriage. It wasn't in that second marriage. And it wasn't in that fourth marriage. And it was in the fifth marriage or, or it was in the third marriage. You don't know, you know, you don't know the individual. That's why, you know, it's best to uh, court or get to know an individual but before you get to have a good relationship, you got to know who you yourself and put it out on the table. Let the person, other person know your, your wants, your needs and your desires and vice versa. And let them know I'm a, a strong believer in God. If you're not of the Lord, listen, <laughs> we can't rock. That's it. Right. Mm -hmm. So what do you say to to you, you got three old dogs on here talking? <laughs> what, do, what do you say to some 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 younger guys, some younger cats? You know, young young uh, uh, fathers um, and, and young families. What do you say to those, which could be maybe fragile relationships, about moving forward after the hurt? Focus on your life. Focus on your needs. Focus on what you want. Allow God to have that person for you to come into your life. Don't seek for them yet. 
seeking what God wants for your life only first. Meaning that you have to have to get your career right. You have to get your finances together. You know, get your mind right before you, you know, you want to really sincerely get into a relationship. Once you have all your barriers and all your stuff together, your ducks in, order, in a row, then you're like, you know what, Lord, now I'm ready. And if you're ready, Father, now I'm ready to receive someone in my life to help blossom, to go to the next level together. But get your life together first. That's what I would tell a young man. Mm. Well, Pastor Lawrence, I want to, you know, on behalf of G Talk and all that jazz, I want to thank you for coming on to our show uh, this evening. And before we close out, if people who are listening to this podcast want to get more information regarding your church, regarding, you know, your teachings, you know, how will they get in contact with you? How do, how do, how do, how do they, you know, could become a mm-hmm. part of your church? Oh, um, listen, I, I was supposed to start my physical church the beginning of this year, but the pandemic happened and God had another way, another avenue. I said, Lord, what, why, why did this happen? And I didn't sit in the, under the juniper tree and kept moping and crying, oh, this didn't happen for me, but God wanted me to reach the mass. So I started out on Instagram and, and Instagram worked for a moment, then God said, I need you to go f- further. And now I'm on YouTube. So those who want to reach out to me, you can come to visit me every Sunday morning, 10 o'clock sharp. We have praise and worship, and then we go right into the word. And I'm not there long. It's Kingdom Restoration Ministry. You can find me on YouTube. Now, there's other churches that has Kingdom Restoration Ministry churches, titles. But you look for that crown. It's simply look for that gold crown that says Kingdom Restoration Ministries, and that's where you'll find me. And if you want to email me, and I can send you the link, the email to reach me is simply revdsl.krm at gmail.com. That's R-E-V. DSL dot KRM at gmail.com. And I'll quickly respond back to them. But you know, look for me on YouTube, subscribe and follow me. And like I tell a lot of people, share, share, share. I got a lot of subscribers and I'm seeking, seeking more. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And, and Jazz, what are your closing remarks, good brother? I, I just want to close always. Um, we, I think these, these uh, topics that we are, um, presenting are so relevant. And I think Mm -hmm. this particular topic really hits home because it's so, I think so many young guys in particular are going to relate to this. Yeah. We're not talking over their heads. We're not talking under them. We're talking with them. Yeah. And and we have shared some of our own hurts and our own pain. And that, that comes through, the trials and tribulate tribulations in life. We as men, we as we men, men have to break those wall barriers down. It's not being so tough and so hard. You know, mm-hmm. let's, yeah. let's let's come together and say, you know what, brother, I I I got molested, I got hurt, and I've been sexually abused. But I'm, you know, I, my father wasn't always there in my life. You know, but I didn't. I had to resort to gangs and to to find, you know, peace. No, no, it's hard to find, but we're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're here. Mm-hmm. We're here. Mm-hmm. There are true brothers out there like yourself, Brother Linwood, Brother Gary. It's true brothers out there. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah. And so th- that's why this, I think, is going to reach so many people, um, even people who maybe not or are non-believers. Yeah. I think, I think it's still going to reach them. It, it's still about making yourself healthy. That forgiveness yes. makes you healthy. That's right. That's right. And it's that's something right. that benefits you and not necessarily the other person. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say this, man. Um, you know, Pastor Lawrence, you know, he's a good uh, fraternity brother of mine's, you know, uh, day one guy, you know, spiritual guy, you, you know, you always 
walk with the light, bro. And uh, yeah. as you see, you know, I got mad love for you. And, uh, and, my, you and absolutely. And my, 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 my closing thought is going to be this. You know, I would think I would say to people, man, forgive as yeah. forgive other people as you as fast as you would want God to forgive you. Come on, mm-hmm. come on, come on. That's when I say that one more time. Yeah, say it, brother. Give say it. other people as fast as you want God to forgive you. That's that's it right there, man. As fast uh, I, as we I want, want God to forgive us, we got we gotta get we gotta forgive first. Right, and fast. I and I would want it the day before. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. We <laughs> always want it. We always want it. We always want it yeah. sooner than later, you yeah. know. But you know, because wounds do get in the way. Yeah, they you do. You know, and uh, if, if if you don't take away anything from this podcast tonight, wounds do get in the way. And if just like you know, Pastor Lawrence said, you keep picking at it and. Pecking at it, it's never gonna it's heal. Gonna it's gonna never heal. gonna heal, and you gotta, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's in God's time. That's right. God will work with you. God will heal you, and God mm-hmm. will point you in the right direction. It's okay. It's okay. okay. And let go and let God. Amen. So, amen. amen. So on amen. on the closeout on this podcast, I just want to thank uh, uh, Pastor Lawrence once again for joining us tonight. And um, my name is G, and I'm Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> and this is G talking all that jazz. And we're out. Thanks again. Peace. God bless you.